Week 1, the Atlantic League season's in the books. Everyone else is just days away from first pitch. Join us as we recap and talk about the first week of Atlantic League action, review some news from the week, and discuss the happenings of Indie Ball. So step into the batter's box, because this is the Indie Ball Report Podcast. Alright, we're back. Episode 14. We're getting there. We got baseball to talk about. Oh, Come, yeah. Gonna be a good time. No doubt. Big number 14. Here we go. Alright, so just kind of an overview of what we're doing today. We got a bunch of Atlantic League stuff to talk about, obviously. A little bit to touch on St. Paul in the news section of the uh, episode. And then some Can-Am League stuff to talk about also. Second section here. Obviously, as we know, first section, we talk about actual baseball. Second half goes to news. It's the best way of doing it. And next week, we're probably going to do a bunch of previews, being that a bunch of leagues start either next week or the week after next. Assume we'll talk about American Association, Can-Am, and Frontier all then. Yeah, make sure to tune in for those, too, because those are really important. So you guys can get an idea of what the league's going to look like for this upcoming year, because obviously there's so much turnover every year. It's a very important thing to do, so make sure you keep tuning in to us on those. Yep, exactly. And so with that, let's dive right into the actual baseball discussion, because we have a bunch to talk about today. we got a whole bunch of places we could start with this. I'm thinking maybe talk about High Point first. Oh, yeah, baby. As High Point keeps telling us on uh, Instagram... They want to move up the power rankings, which those power rankings were released today, Friday. So go on to the website, IndieBallReport.com. Go to the Articles tab. First thing there, you can look at them. And I got to say, High Point's played pretty good baseball so far. They have. I'm very impressed with our High Point Rockers. I'm very impressed. I really do think I was low on them. Like I said, I was low on them in the preview. And I, I'm starting to think I was wrong. I, I said it on, on Twitter. I said it on Instagram. I'm starting to think I was wrong. The the stadium, first of all, just looks beautiful. I mean, can I just make that aside? It just looks gorgeous. It is gorgeous. Oh, yeah. No, it was a great opening night, and the stadium does look very nice. Yeah, it does. And, and I think the turf, I was very skeptical of it at first, if you remember early on. Mm. However, I feel a lot better about it now. Because now having seen the, the game on it a little bit, I think it's going to be okay. I really do think it's going to work out. I think it's a really high-quality level of turf. Yeah, no, it seems like it's fine. Obviously, AstroTurf, your problem comes later on down the line than yeah. early on. But, you know, off the bat, it's fine. Uh, just overall play, though, they've pitched very well. They've pitched great. I mean, their pitching has been fantastic, as we're going to talk about here in a minute. Mm-hmm. They've hit the ball really well. They're beating great teams. They're beating the best teams in the Atlantic League, or the teams we thought were going to be the best in the Atlantic League. Yeah. Um, they're soaring up my power rankings right now. Yeah, no, they've also had a couple of close calls on nearly getting a no-hitter. Yeah. Uh, Paul Clement was the first one against Somerset a couple of days ago. He, he's pitched very well. Uh, Sergi's also pitched well. Yep. Obviously, the one thing I was concerned about in his first start was he was very ineffective with his pitches. He pitched well, but he walked like four or six guys, and that's yep. that's a lot of walks. Yeah, he wasn't really efficient. Exactly, especially in the, I believe, five innings he threw. Yeah. That's not uh, exactly great, but then he came back out on the mound the other day, corrected that, got more efficient with his pitches, and really turned to a really solid pitcher for them. Yeah, that was a big 3 nothing win yesterday. Uh, I think that hmm. um, anytime you beat a team you know, of the caliber of the Skeeters, impressive, a really impressive victory. You know, it was definitely a good victory. I'm thinking my uh, kind of prediction in the preview there were, they're going to start off hot. Yeah. It's so far looking good. Now, obviously, I'm still a bit skeptical that they're going to keep it up for the duration of the year, just because we're weakened. I mean, it's, oh, yeah. once again, we're talking a lot, but we'll be able to tell more like a week or two from now to really get a sense of it. But to this point, they've done very well. Oh, yeah, they've exceeded all my expectations for them, and then some. I mean, they've just been uh, absolutely fantastic. Probably one of the best stories so far in the Atlantic League. Oh, yeah, no, that, the thing that's getting me, though, is the competition they're beating. Yeah. It's not like it's easy teams. Sugarland's a good team. Yeah. They handled Lancaster fairly easily, although they've had kind of a rocky start. They have, yeah. Uh, obviously, there's been certain guys there that uh, they've performed in Lancaster, uh, Grandal's being the main one there. He's good, but I don't see much else from them. Yeah, I mean, Lancaster's been having a little bit of a rough start. Uh, I think there's plenty of time, like we're saying, plenty of time for the, the Rockers to kind of even back out and plenty of time for the Barnstormers to kind of climb back up. 
So, we'll, you know, obviously this is very much early on in the season. But, you know, from what we've seen so far, I think Lancaster is really trending down. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I have no problem seeing the Rockers perhaps making the postseason if they play at this level mm-hmm. throughout the whole year. Obviously, it's so early, it's hard to say. But if they play this way throughout the du- duration, they have a very good chance. That and also, the problem that High Point's going to run into, even when they continue this pace of play, who's in front of them? Yeah, you're right. Right now, Long Island's only lost one game. Yep. They're just on fire at this point, or at least the last I saw it was one game. I've been working on power rankings for a while, so yeah. I'm going off with that. But 5-1 is a damn good record. No doubt. It's going to be hard for them to get over Long Island, but then that means you're fighting for second, which means you're fighting with Somerset. The team that's really not in great shape right now is New Britain. Yeah, they're not. New Britain having basically being put between a rock and a hard place here. They just need to keep on it. And even still, the bees are kind of, they're not doing great. They're not. You know why? You know, let me tell you why. It's because they didn't give me my damn peanuts. That's why. They didn't give me my peanuts, and you know what? Here we are, okay? See, now if I would have got my peanuts, they'd be, they'd be, you know, leading their division. But you know what? Here we are. No peanuts. This is what you get, New Britain. This is what you get. You know, it's funny you're bringing the peanuts back up, because on their Instagram story today, it gave you the option. Peanuts are Cracker Jacks. Well, clearly it's peanuts, and clearly I still don't have any New Britain, alright? I don't have them, and I'm upset about it, and I'm going to be rooting against you actively throughout the season until I get those darn peanuts. There goes objectivity there, all over the peanuts. (laughs) No, I mean, of course, on a more serious note, uh, I do think that New Britain has struggled out of the gate a little bit uh, offensively and also pitching. Um, I think there's plenty of time for New Britain to turn around, but I don't know, uh, in terms of playoff seeding, if they even have a, a crack uh, to, to get in to, to really have a hopeful chance there, because, like you said, with High Point playing well, and uh, and obviously Somerset and, and the Ducks, who have just been out of this world, I don't think it's possible for them to get in and make the playoffs. I just don't see it. I mean, like right now, I just pulled it up, 6-1 and one leads the division, with yeah. Long Island being there, and then it's 4-2 and two for everybody else, or 4-2 and two for Somerset, 4-3, and three. yeah, 4-3 and three for High Point, and then bringing up the rear is New Britain at 2-4. and four. Yep. So it's going to be definitely hard. Now, obviously, at this point, once again, it's extremely early. Week 1. But you really don't have any solo starting pitching at this point. Nope. I mean, you go, you can look at just about anything here, and you will see in the power rankings, I do address this, it's a major concern of mine that they're there. Now, they do have a lot of fight in them. I will say that much. They don't quit, which is important, especially as a team that's struggling early on. You could easily fall by the wayside like that. However, once again, they just, they're just not really doing much inspires confidence here. Like, no. they're towards the bottom in ERA. They're towards the bottom in strikeouts, which those two kind of go hand in hand. Yes, sir. So that's very concerning to me there. They are, while they do have like OBS and slugging percentage, they are decent in. They can only go so far. As we've seen in, with other teams, you can only outslug your opponents so much. Oh, yeah. And that's going to be a problem. You need solid pitching. And right now, I'm not seeing any solid starters from this team. They need solid pitching. They need their defense to be a little bit better as well. They've been a little bit sloppy throughout the first uh, couple of games of the season. I think if hmm. they get those things ironed out, this team necessarily has, doesn't necessarily. Uh, isn't necessarily a bad team. It's just a team that really doesn't have an identity right now. Um, they're not a, a team that pitches awfully well. They're not a team that's hitting a lot of home runs uh, or, or hitting awfully well yet. So I think they've got to kind of find that identity. And then once they find that identity, they'll see if they can kind of you know make some headway uh, later in the season. But for right now, no, I don't see anything that inspires confidence, especially the lack of peanuts. <laughs> the lack of peanuts is very important. Right, very important. Yeah. yeah, just finishing off here on New Britain. When you look at the games they've played here, you beat Somerset in a weird game for the first half of the doubleheader. It was very windy and it was, it was a weird just, game. Yeah, it was very odd that game. More so than that, though, then you lose three in a row. Then you just barely squeak out one a uh, one run win against uh, York, yep. and then you get shut out by York the following day. Mm-hmm. It's not really great here. And now you've got Somerset coming in, and then you have High Point coming in. That's not an easy six-game stretch. Talking about a team that's not playing well, York, man. Yeesh. Oh, yeah, no, York. That's a good segue to York. It's, yeah. yeah I, saw, <laughs> I saw some predictions saying, oh, yeah, no, York's going to be a decent team. Ooh. They're probably going to finish, like, top of the division with uh, Sugarland there. And so far to this point, York has just been very disappointing. Two and four? They're right on. They're right on pace for my. Uh, oh yeah, my they're hot, on pace for it. For my terrible hot take of them. I mean, I I think that York had struggles. It doesn't have 
They don't have a solid rotation. They don't have a solid bullpen. There's nothing that I look at and see, wow, this is a good team. There's no strong points. There's just a lot of weaknesses. Um, and maybe through some acquisitions, they might be able to bolster their starting rotation or their bullpen. Uh, maybe they can acquire a bigger name free agent or something to kind of give themselves a spark. But as of right now, I think it's unfortunate because they're wasting, obviously, what is a fantastic venue out there in York and some great fans on, you know, a team that really isn't that well-constructed at this point. Nail on the head right there. I mean, when you look at the starters, there's two guys that stand out, Grimes and Detweiler. And you can't just win with two guys. Yep. You need quality starts here. Like, you'll look at Southern Maryland, who will go into depth a little bit later on. They have three solid guys. All these teams have at least three solid guys where you can put them out there and go, okay, they're going to pitch well. But York, there just isn't. Plus, their bullpen doesn't do anything. And when you look at their bats, really, it's Nash, Coronado, and Dent doing all the work. And that's it, yep. That means there's six of the guys that aren't doing enough. Yeah. So if you're going out there and only one out of every three innings, you're posing a threat, that's not good yeah, no, I mean, there's there's gaps, there's major gaps in their lineup, there's gaps in their bullpen, there's gaps in their starting rotation. I just don't see a unit that is collectively really, really good. And so, therefore, that's why I gave them the bad ranking. And, I mean, obviously you've got a lot of guys out there saying that they're going to be a decent team. That's just misleading people. You know, that's not doing your homework, that's misleading fans. Exactly. I'm not sure why they brought into it. Maybe they really thought there was some aspect of this team, but... I'm pretty sure when we did our preview, we said, no, they're bomb of this division. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at best, they're, they're uh, you know, competing for third. I mean, I mean, like, really, that's the thing. Their best hope is that Southern Maryland and uh, Lancaster beat each other up. Yeah. But I don't even see that. I mean, even if you look at their losses, they lost 12-3 to on opening day to Long Island. Okay, fine, Long Island's a good team. So right. that explains 14 to nothing, even though 14 to nothing is... Oof. Yeah. yeah. Then eight to four, okay, respectable. Then you get New Britain, where you get an eight to seven win, okay. Then a four to five loss and a five and zero win. You won against a team that's in, in their own right not very great. I'm not sure it's just a hard schedule to start the year with, especially because then they're going to get Somerset in a little bit too once they finish with the bees. Yep. And then they get High Point, and then it starts to get a little bit easier because you get Southern Maryland, then you get Lancaster to finish out the month, and then, you know, it goes from there. Right. But even still, you can't lose that many games. You need to take something from that series. Yeah, they need to take something from the series, um, and I just don't I don't see it happening. I just think that they as a team are going to really continue to struggle. It's going to be a grind throughout the season. Mm-hmm. Um, and if they do kind of pull through and, you know, get to third place, it'll be because of really good managing, uh, yeah. if nothing else. It, it, that's exactly it. And the thing that concerns me is just the way they're losing. Yeah, I mean, you're, and even when they're winning, they, they won, what, what was the one win? 8-7? 8-7 eight eight and then 5 nothing against New Britain. So 5 nothing. okay, you're, you're playing you're playing better at 5 nothing. but yeah. it's New Britain, first of all. Secondly, uh, sorry, Peanut guys, uh, but secondly... <laughs> no, they, no, they deserve that. Right, they deserve that, because no peanuts. Yeah, play uh, better. <clears throat> play better, give me some peanuts. <laughs> uh, but, but, you know, I, I think that... Um, for them, I, I think that what really is the biggest issue is you don't have a team that is going to cohesively be a, a good, put-together, well-rounded roster, like I said. And I think that if losing 8-7 to seven, uh, is not inspiring confidence in me. Your pitching is obviously not very good if you're giving up 7 runs and you're just squeaking out 8, you know? Exactly. Like, that's the thing. They have the worst DRA, 6.83. Which is a lot higher until they got the shutout. Yeah. Which, once again, you got a daytime shutout against a team that's been on the road for the past six days. It's not that inspiring. Yeah, and doesn't have the best offense in the league to, to, to start begin anyway. with. Yeah. And as we just discussed, they struggle greatly at points. Yeah. So it's, I mean, York's a problem. Currently, they're third in the division, simply because Lancaster has one more loss than they do. Yep. I cut Lancaster a bit more slack. They got uh, the short end of the stick getting high point, and then they got Long Island, if I'm correct. And they're going to have Long Island tonight. So they they got a bit of a rough draw, but even still. Yeah, it was tough for them coming out of the gate. Uh, it was tough for them get, coming out of the gate with getting high point there, because I think high point, you know, that energy of starting a team and all that, like you were saying, uh, in the preview really did, more so than I was expecting, really did give them a boost and has seemed to kind of bring the team together and made guys play better than I was expecting. Yeah, no, that's the thing. It's hard when you get, and plus you don't have anything to go off of with these guys. Right. I mean, and when you saw how uh, Jamie Keith put together that roster, it was a lot of guys in the Can-Am League and whatnot, too. So it's hard to get that much tape on it, I imagine. I know for a project I'm working on that we're going to see in a couple of weeks, and I needed to get a lot of footage for it. It was very difficult to come across it. And I was just using YouTube and Vimeo, obviously. But, and I assume 
they have some other database to draw footage from. Right. But even still, it's it's hard to judge that. You can't really judge these players, especially at that level. Right, and I, I think that's what's kind of good, though, about the MLB kind of influence now, is that we will get more video, right? We'll have more yeah. video on these guys. And so I'll reevaluate High Point probably in a couple of weeks, write an article on it, um, and I'll tell tell everybody kind of where I where I'm thinking. Uh, I am really trending toward that their evolution is is kind of a more of a permanent thing. This hmm. really good play of baseball is going to be a permanent thing. However, if it if it continues uh, at a high rate and then we kind of see it, you know, flatline a little yeah. bit, then I'll be very concerned with uh, how they're able to kind of move past that. And is this team just riding the the wave of being a new new team? So I mean, I, I, we'll see how that goes. Like I said, yeah. watch out for that article. That'll be coming up probably two weeks or so, um, right. and I'll be talking on that. All right. With that, I think we can go back and circle back to Lancaster now, because that's also had a bit of a rough draw. I give them slack. They haven't really had an easy schedule so far. That's why I put them at 7th in power ranking. I saw this, though, you know, they, they just haven't had a real easy draw here. Plus, they still have some guys performing. That's the thing. Uh, like I said, Caleb Grandel, uh, Joey, and I'm going to purchase this last name here, Turdoslavic. We'll go with that. Yeah, Turdoslavic here. Those two guys have really been just... Powering the whole offense, really. Right. But La Rosa has been kind of surprising me. He's had some good games offensively, too. I uh, didn't expect to see that, but, you know. So they've been doing their part. There's been some pitching that's come along, but by and large, it's been quite a struggle. Mediocre starting pitching. Really, Davies is the only guy that's been giving them quality innings. So that's going to be a struggle no matter what. And when you're 2-6, and six, it's not exactly uh, going your way. No, it's not going their way. I think they, they will rebound. I don't think mm. that they're a 2-6 and six type team. Mm. But I do think that, you know, this is going to be a struggle for them to kind of climb out of the bottom of mm. those rankings. Um, statistically, they're just not really playing well enough right now to do so. Um, but I think Lancaster is a good organization as a whole and will be able to kind of build upon these this troubling start and move past it a little bit. I, again, I, I think their playoff chances are slim, even at this point, but I think, you know, we got to let it play out, and I do think they'll right the ship a little bit uh, by, before the end of the season. They get lucky enough where they do have South Maryland for three, and then they get a bit of a difficult five-game stretch towards the middle of next week to end of next week, where you have Sugarland for two, and then Somerset for four. That's going to be tough. I look for two or four there, and if you can win two of Two or three against uh, South Maryland, you're right back in the hunt. Yep. And then it gets a lot easier for you. you got the Bees for three, Somerset for three, then the Bees for three again, and then you get the York for three. That can make it a lot easier there. Towards the end of the month, they're going to have to start getting games back. But obviously, like you're saying, you can really bury yourself now. You can't make the postseason in May, but you certainly can lose out on it in May. Oh, yeah, no doubt. I think that it'll it'll be interesting to see how they rally. If their, uh, you know, mental toughness as a team, are they able to overcome it? If they are, then they're a mentally tough team and they're going to be in the hunt until the end. But if this 2-6 and six start turns into a 2-10 and ten start, then it's going to sink them, you know? Exactly that. And also, it's important to mention, you basically get a reset at the halfway mark. Yeah, true, you do. You get the reset, so you can just still manage to make the postseason by just winning the second half. Right. So that will change everything here, but even still... You get off to a bad start to the year, it still lingers. It's not like you just hit the restart, it's a brand new season. Right, it's not like you're going to have a different team. <laughs> so, exactly. you know, I mean, I think that, uh, you know, again, we'll know more about the character hmm. of Lancaster as we as the season progresses. Maybe on by next week's show we'll really have a good idea of uh, kind of where they are. Exactly. I I think now's a good time to kind of shift back and let's kind of wrap up the Freedom Division here because we've talked about... Uh, York and Lancaster. Let's go to one of the Jekyll and Hyde teams that we talked about earlier in Southern Maryland. This is just an odd team. This is a weird team. I can't really put my finger on this team because it's very good team at moments. Moments there where you think, okay, these guys are good. And then moments where you're like, whoa, where did that come from? Sometimes that you're right. Jekyll and Hyde is the perfect analogy. It is at, at one moment they are a really, really fantastic team that seems to be turning the corner that we talked about in the preview. And then they just all of a sudden revert back to that team where they're not pitching well, they're not hitting well, and they're playing sloppy defense. And how, how do you overcome that? And how does it switch from day to day? What, what, what's their identity at this point? Exactly. Like even if you just look at their results, 9-1 win on op- in opening day in Sugarland. Yep. Then you lose on a 
and just really what could be described as a collapse. You had a 7-1 lead, and then you, or a 6-1 lead, and then you lose 7-6 yep. on a pop-up that was dropped that would have sent to extras. But regards of that, weird stuff happens in baseball. Then you go out, you lose 6-3 the next day. Then you go out and you win 5-1. And what's even weirder is they started off the season by just playing Sugarland in Sugarland. It's very weird scheduling. I kind of get it, but even still, it's it's weird. And it is weird scheduling, yeah. Plus, it screwed uh, Sugarland off good because they played six in Sugarland, and then had to take or seven in Sugarland, right? Yeah, because then they had the bus over from the day game on the first, all the way to High Point on oh. the second, which that's about a seventeen eighteen hour bus ride. So even if you say okay, Jeez. you're out of there at like three thirty four o'clock, by the time you get in. It's like noon the next day. Oh, yeah, that's that's incredible. That is just a tough, tough bus ride to make. And especially after being home for so many games, you're used to it, and then all of a sudden, here we go, the shock of the road hits you, and it's not like it's a, a nice little trip, right? It's the first exactly. one, you're going to High Point, North Carolina, for the first time, nevertheless. Exactly. Like, and that's why I kind of cut them some slack here with South Maryland. It's not like they got the easy trip of, oh, we're just going to York, oh, we're just going to Lancaster, which is only like a four- or five-hour ride, which isn't that bad. Right. You go all the way from, like, mid-Maryland up to Texas. Yeah, that's a long ride. And you, and I can only imagine that's a bus trip. I can't imagine they fly in. I, I can't imagine either. I, I wouldn't, I would assume that it's a bus trip. If no. somebody wants to, from the organization wants to reach out to us on Twitter with that one, that'd be no. great. Um, but yeah, no, I, I would imagine that that is a bus trip. Hmm. It's just, it's crazy there. And then you have, like we've been saying, with this Jekyll and Hyde team that can't get it together. They go from getting blown out to them one-hitting Sugarland. It's, I don't get it. No, it doesn't make sense. It, it, there's no, this team doesn't really have an identity right now. It's just a team that is, is some days really good and some days really bad. I mean, it, there's no middle ground with these guys. It's a very odd team. Although, like I was saying in the preview, Ruby Silva has been very productive. He has been good, yeah. Yeah, I have actually South Maryland ranked slightly ahead of High Point just because of strength of schedule. Sugarland was, I think, a better team than anything that High Point had gotten to that point, at least in the preview. But that was one of those ones where I was like, okay, this could go either way. I'm going to give it to... Yeah, that's a, t- that's a toss-up right there. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I really have uh, High Point up there. I think High Point mm-hmm. is playing so well right now. we got to give him a little bit of a nod. Uh, certainly not going to be above the the Ducks or the Patriots, but yeah. um, certainly up there in yeah. high rankings. Probably third. Yeah, it, I'm, I had Sugarland third. I still think Sugarland's a good team. I think so, but they're struggling right now. They're struggling, but that's still... I. It's kind of like, okay, a team's struggling. Do I knock them all the way down? Nah, I, I give them a pass on it. I think they're still good enough. I think their pedigree from last year still carries them enough. It doesn't carry it enough for me. No, just kidding. Uh, yeah, no, I think that... Um, you know, I agree with that, but I, I do think we got to give credit where credit is due. Oh, yeah, no, the I Rockers give credit. They definitely got credit there. I mean, the bottom three were easy to figure out, and the top two were easy to figure out. Yeah. There's those middle three that were kind of rough. I mean, you knew in some form it was going to be York, Lancaster, New Britain at the bottom. It's mad. It was just a matter of going, okay, who's really been the worst here? And then at the top, it was, okay, well, it has to be Long Island at one. They're the only team with only one loss, and they've dominated in every game yeah. at this point. That's why I'm not going to really talk about it. They've dominated every game. They had one bad start where they gave up four runs, and that was Brett Marshall. And then after that, they gave up nothing else and just going to come back from that. Yeah, I mean, Long Island has done what we expected them to do. You know? <laughs> exactly. Like The question about Long Island won't come in until later in the year when they've kind of been you know, ravaged for their players by major league clubs, or you have older guys going, okay, I'm kind of running out of... Uh, Gas in the tank here. Yeah. Like, that was the real question for them. So, they're doing what they should do. Somerset was expected to be where they're at. So, not that surprising. They dropped one game that they should... Yeah, they really shouldn't have won anything. It was just close. Like, the New Britain game, I guess you could say they should have won. Yeah, probably. But, you know, you gotta give them a pass there. Like you said, it was a weird game. Exactly. And plus, it was very windy. Very windy, weird game, weird start. It wasn't supposed to be a doubleheader, right? Yeah. First half of a doubleheader. I mean, just a weird, yeah, weird c- scenario to, to put them in to yeah. start the season off. It was very far from ideal. Yeah. And then the one where they almost got no hit against uh, High Point, where they wound up getting, I think, three hits. So, I mean, they had that, but even then, I don't really pay anything against them. They just lighten it, too, because they're just not better than Long Island. Right. So, then the real question became, okay, well... 
at five, who should be five? And for me, that was high point should be five. Because they still need to prove something. They got Lancaster to start the year, which is a bad team. And I look at everybody else and go, okay, well, Southern Maryland's better than Lancaster is. So Sugarland's got to be up higher. Sugarland's better than Lancaster is, so Southern Maryland has to go up higher. And it's just as simple as that. Now, with that said, I do expect them to jump up. Yeah, I think in the momentary power rankings, like I, I think if, if we're talking about an, a, a long-term projection, probably your your rankings are very close to what hmm. actually will wind up be the ones at the being the ones at the end of the season. But right now, to, I, for me, I got to put High Point at three just because of the energy. I mean, the energy that they're bringing, and, and I think that is translating to victories. And I think especially last night, first game with the new stadium, everyone's you know really excited about it. That hmm. energy kind of carried them to that victory. And so if that continues to happen, then we're going to have, you know, a good team here for at least a couple of weeks. But, like you're saying, I think it does regress at some point back to the median. Exactly. Then also it's important to note, I just took it from April 26th to May 1st. So last night's games don't count. Don't count. Tonight's games don't count. So all that goes into next week's. Okay. So they can definitely fluctuate. And that's why I was going, Sugarland's a team I'm concerned about. And just to wrap up South Maryland here, they only really have three bats, Nina, Martinez, and then Silva. Those three have really been doing everything. Right. It's their pitching has been very good. Choplik, uh, Al-Haj Muhammad, those two have been really locking down the bullpen. Latos not being used as a starter is very interesting to me. I thought Matt Latos makes a lot of sense as a starter. He was one of the better starters in the Can-Am League last year. He just fell a couple innings short of qualifying for a lot of things, and that's why you didn't really see him high up there. Right. Large part due to the fact he was suspended for a little bit, but... Yeah, you know. <laughs> regardless of the fact, we all know about the fight there, which yeah. almost went to that game, and I'm disappointed I found him saying, ah, oh, no, it's kind of rainy, I don't want to go. That would have been fun. It would have been fun, but... Any case, it's just interesting to not have Latos as a starter. I would yeah, have thought no. he would have made sense, at the very least, as a four guy. I mean... Um, whatever. Dean certainly, though, a solid three. Oh, Craig yeah. Stems pitched absolutely great. He's pitched fantastic. And uh, then just kind of wrapping up on the last of all their starters. And then Daryl Thompson's also been very good. Oh, yeah. He's, he's, been, been, he's been very, very good, yeah. Exactly. So, I mean, the pitching staff's been good. Mm-hmm. That's what really powers them through here. If their bats don't step it up here, that will be a problem for them. Yeah. I kind of see them sitting at the fourth spot for next week. They do have a bit of a rocky schedule, but then they also got some easy stuff on there, too. I mean, you got the Barnstormers for three, but then you got Long Island for three. So it's kind of a hit or miss. Yeah, it'll be a hit or miss for them. I, I think they're, again, they're very Jekyll and Hyde right now. Hmm. If they find that identity, hmm. well, yeah, they're going to be in good shape. Oh, yeah, no, I, I expect 500 out of them. Oh, easy. Yeah, if they can get through that, then they got New Britain for three, Long Island for four, and then, okay, yeah, no, then it doesn't get much easier because you got a seven-game stretch. I'm looking here at their schedule mm-hmm. where from the 13th through 19th, you just got Long Island at home. And you go to high point. Oh, that's going to be... Oh, That'll be fun for you. Oh, yeah, that's going to be, uh, that's gonna be yeah. a fun one. But then you get four against York. So, I mean, kind right, of... Right, right. So you can make out. it up, yeah. I mean, plus, the game that's going to be interesting here, I'm looking at, it's going to be the series here towards the end of the month. 24 through 6, or through 26. Somerset goes to South Maryland. That, oh, wow. That'll be interesting. I think those teams are a lot more evenly matched than people think. I agree. I think those teams are, are not as... Uh, you know, uh, opposed as, as you think. I think they're very similar in their style of play as well. Not a whole lot of flashy big name guys. Hmm. Rather a lot of good, solid baseball players. Hmm. And so far, I mean, Somerset, like we said, the two losses have been, you know, kind of touch and go in terms of how much weight we can actually put on them. Hmm. But certainly, I think that there's there's a, an argument to be made that they've had a that they that Southern Maryland has had a very you know, a start that if they played a little bit better in just a couple of games, they'd be very close to what the Patriots are right now. So. Oh, absolutely. With that said, we could either go and segue right into uh, Somerset, or we could talk about the weird situation with Sugarland here. Let's talk about Sugarland. Okay, we'll finish up that division, then we'll talk. So, Sugarland's uh, once again the starting pitching. I keep yep. going back to starting pitching because I, I this should be better. It should be. I mean. At, like we said in our, our preview, it should be better. Exactly. It's not. Like, Wade should be pitching better. Beeler should be pitching better. Oh, yeah. Like, there's a lot of guys on this roster that should be pitching better. And they had James Loney on the mound the other day. I'm not really sure why. Uh, it was a fairly close game. Everything was 4-1. And you said, let me, or 3-1 at that point, if I remember the box score correctly. It's 
a winnable game still. Why are you throwing out a position player that hasn't pitched since high school? Uh, I mean, you know, and that's a questionable decision right there. I mean, I just think that, uh, obviously, no, without knowing the context of the game, I won't give a full analysis of that, but, you know, that's that's a questionable decision. And There's just been a lot of times throughout the, the season where they haven't really hit their stride yet. I think there's a good chance that, like you said, that pedigree is there, that they still will click. Mm. But, like you said, they've gotten off, gotten off to a start that's kind of inauspicious. Yeah. Silverano's really the only guy that's standing out to me with a bat. I've watched a decent amount of the games, three or four of them so far. And he's been the guy that's been hitting. There's other guys that have been doing a little bit here and there, but he's the only guy jumping out to me. Right. The guy that hasn't been in the lineup yet, so I'm not sure if he's unable to play, if he's injured or whatever, but Gian Santi hasn't taken the field yet for them. Yeah, I mean, and that's that's a problem. That That is a huge problem for them. Yeah. And I don't know what's the deal with him. Like, I've checked the transaction list. He's not listed as, you know, on the IL. He's not listed as ineligible. He's not on the inactive list. Uh... He doesn't, once again, there's no real record here, but he's still listed on the roster, so I assume he's still there. They're just not playing him, maybe. Exactly, and I don't understand why. He was your team MVP last year. He got numerous accolades. He should be playing. Should be, but... I, I don't understand that, although it does help my hot take of him not making the All-Star game if he yeah, doesn't play. right? I mean, if they don't play him, I mean, obviously, we'll, we'll, do, we'll do a little bit of legwork and try to see what yeah. we can find out about that for you guys out there, but I think that there's a good chance that uh, if he doesn't play, this that's going to hurt that, that team oh, in a yeah, big way. It will significantly impact them. I mean, that's a key bet in your lineup. That's just not playing. So I'm not really sure what the, what's the deal here. Yeah, I know. I mean, like, he should be playing. If he can play, he should play. Uh, there's no real excuse for that, but even more so from there, once again, the starting pitching is digging them a hole, and oh, it's very yeah. hard for them to get out of the hole. And like I said, you go and you look at their record, it's a very, it's eclectic, I suppose is the best way of putting it. You nearly get no hit by High Point, and you nearly get no hit again by Southern Maryland. And if you're supposed to be the best team in, in the in the league, the you know, or one of the best teams in the league by our power rankings, that can't be happening on a, a week by week basis. Once again, like I give them slack for the game on the twenty fifth, their opening day game. That's right. fine. Yeah. Okay. Nine one, it happens. It's a whole ceremony thing. Typically, there's something before the game. Teams don't perform well. Yeah. You come, you get a good comeback win seven six. I give them a lot of credit. Now, while you could say, oh, Southern Maryland should just slam the door shut because they just weren't able to get any offense going after they got run number six. Fine, but still, it takes a lot to dig out of a hole when you're down 6-1. Oh, yeah, it takes a lot. It it still requires a lot of grit and grind. And so they did manage to do that, and they did that late in the game, too, starting the 6th or the 7th. So it's not like they had a lot of time to do it. Yep. Uh, 6-3, so they came back, they got a good win. Then a 5-1 loss, okay, fine, that happens. 7-1 win, okay, good. 4-1 win, good. Then nearly no hit, and then major struggles against high point. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, it's just, it's a team that should be performing better than they are, and it doesn't make sense. But by the same token, I mean, there's a very good chance that this team will, more so than other teams are, that might be struggling a little bit right now, they're going to turn around. I am full confidence that they wind up playing really well. But, you know, it, it is concerning, to say the least, to start off. Exactly. I mean, there's still 500. So that's something they're to keep in mind. Yeah. And their wins have been good wins. It's just their losses have been very bad, bad losses. Yeah. This kind of Jekyll and Hyde, too, even though I wouldn't give them that moniker quite yet. Not yet. It's, once again, though, they need to get the bats going, and the Stars need to figure something out. Yep. I mentioned it last week where I'm concerned about it, but at that point we only had, like, two games to go off of. So, again, that's kind of hard to judge it. But still, if they don't turn the starting pitching around by next week, that's when I'm going to start to get really concerned because now you've had two, nearly three weeks here to really figure everything out, and you still haven't done it. Yeah, I mean, I think they're starting pitching more so for me than last week. Last week I was very, you know, oh, let's wait and see. But this week, uh, you know, I'm a little bit more concerned. And I think, like you said, by next week it'll be a good barometer as to whether this starting staff is going to be any good or not. I mean, and because it's just not been very good, or at least it hasn't been consistently very good. Exactly. All right, so let's kind of wrap up our Atlantic League talk, at least the actual play on the field section here, by quickly hitting up uh, Somerset. I think Manuel have hit everybody, or as people that didn't get hit, you're good or you're bad, one or the other. I think Long Island's the only one we didn't hit, but once again, we've talked about you're doing what you should do. You're you're great. 
good job Long Island. Yeah, keep, keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, keep doing what you're doing. If you don't, don't talk about it. Yeah. And New Britain, get me my darn peanuts. Exactly. Now, Somerset. Playing good. Yeah, Fluky, yeah. The yeah. fluky loss, uh, then the high point one that kind of took him, you know, off their heels. But overall, they played good baseball. Overall, they played good baseball. Um, I think the, the, the first loss, like we said, was a little bit fluky. The, the loss to High Point, I, again, I'm going to put a lot on the energy of High Point, being able to really be the new team and be the new guy on the block. And I think, you know, they got hit in the mouth a little bit uh, by High Point, not expecting a team to be as good as they are. Um, and so I think that could have been what happened there. I do think they've been pitching really well. They've been swinging the bats a little inconsistently, but a little bit better of late. And I do wind up seeing this team kind of filling right into the spot that we think they'll, they're supposed to be in, fighting for that one uh, or two position in the division. Oh, absolutely. They're playing very good baseball right now. Uh, like you were saying, they're going to fill in right where they should. They're going to get some competition from high point, obviously, as we keep talking about. But they should do well. They've played well. Their bullpen's been very good. Dwayne Below stepped in, done what he does. Mm -hmm. uh, Rick Teasley's pitched very well. Uh, Darnold's pitched very well. There's been numerous guys pitching well. The bats have been working. Rodriguez and Massey mainly, but Flores has been no slouch either. Yeah, he's been very good as well. Uh, there's been several guys that have really performed very well, and overall it's just, uh, you know, it's, it's quality. They're a quality team. It, they're doing what they're supposed to do. Um, they're playing Somerset Patriot baseball like it's usually played, uh, being, you know, a very competitive team. Uh, you know, definitely a, a Brett Jody managed team, very gritty. Um, and, you know, in every game, very much that bulldog mentality of being in every single game to the last pitch. Um, so I expect them to be just as good as, uh, you know, we preview them to be. Exactly. So they're going to be very good. And I think that's about all you can say about them. There's not much else to say. They played good for baseball. For now, yeah. For exactly. now, they played good baseball, and we'll highlight some guys uh, okay. next week. Yep, and then they got an easy stretch coming up this week. That's the only reason why, oh, I, yeah. I believe I said in the preview, and I'll say, or not preview, the power ranking, and I'll say again here, they may not move up, simply because you have Long Island blocking you, and you have a very weak schedule. Yep. I mean, you got New Britain again, which you just saw, and you handled them. Oh, yeah. And then you have York. Yep. I mean. And those, those two could easily be sweeps for them. Uh, depending on, you know, if New Britain or York brings their, their A game. Exactly. I'd be surprised if they lost more than two. I agree. So, and then just quickly wrapping up here, we finally have the attendance number for BB&T Point opening last night, so High Point's first game. Yep. It was a 5,000-seat crowd. It was a sellout. Now that's awesome. I mean, and that's what you want to see. I mean, that's, that's a community coming to rally around a baseball team. Uh, that's unbelievable. I really think that... You know, it's going to be a great uplift for the High Point community and just, just good on the Rockers and their fans for coming out and supporting the team. That's just, just great news. And it's also great news for the Atlantic League. It just shows that there really was uh, a good decision that was made to bring the team to High Point. Thus far, there's been nothing but positives out of this. Exactly. Now, it's all been great all the way up here. Only negative I've seen from High Point so far, mascot. They do have a weird <laughs> <laughs> they got a weird mascot. That horse is a little, little weird, uh, you know. But you know, we 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 like we like the horse. He he's not general admission. Don't get me started on general the admission. Ge general admission needs to return, and that's why. New that's I am why willing, Somerset Patriots. I am willing. James from the Indie Ball Report show is willing to take up the mantle of general admission if no one is willing to do so. He needs to return. Which supposedly the horse for High Point uh -huh. is supposed to be a rocking horse. I don't get that at all when I look at it. No, I, that that's that's not supposed. To, that's a rocking horse. Oh, good guy. Uh, well, you know what? It could be worse, right? We could, yeah. it, there are worse mascots. Uh, you know, gritty in the, the NHL. And that, that's that's mm. worse. You know. I mean, there's a lot of worse mascots, but still though. What's, it's, what's uh, this, do we have a name on this thing? Do we I don't a, know. I let, me, not, let me find out the name on this thing. Yeah. While you're doing that, though, it's uh, there's so many better options than the rocking horse you could went with. Like, you're known for wooden furniture. You could go with a lumberjack. You could go with just about anything else but a rocking horse. Like, you could just go with a random, giant, Elmo-looking guy. And that would still probably be better. Uh, I, I just don't get it. And the worst part is, they announced this on April Fool's Day. So you'd think, oh, wow, this is a fun joke. And then you realize, oh, oh no, it's no, no. not a joke. Oh, here we go. We, we don't have a name. All right, hold on. Let's see. We've got, uh, I don't know. Uh, do we have a name yet? I don't know if we have a name yet. There's a couple of names that they're voting on right now, it looks like. 
Mercury vote on this name. So there's the, I think it's at High Point Rock. This could be an old article, but what I've pulled up here is at highpointrockers.com, and the, the possible names are Buck, Giddy Up, Hey Hey, Hobby, Thunder, Splinter, Ribby, Hype, and Hutch. I'm I'm all for uh, a Thunder fan. That's that's my vote. If if uh, for rockers listening. I'm voting for uh, Hey Hey. That's just it doesn't get better than Hey Hey. <laughs> this is this is a very odd looking horse. Like this is it's a little creepy. Like I'm like you can see my point here, right? The eyes, it's the eyes that do it for me. It's the eyes. It does look a little bit like a rocking horse. Like the head of it looks a little bit like a rocking no, horse. I'm just saying, it but, just doesn't. But the the uh, anthropomorphic body is a little bit a little bit much for me. I'm not gonna lie. It's a little bit a little bit much. I'm I'm not a fan of the horse. I, I'm not a big fan of the horse either. I'm thinking. Uh, I'm thinking the the, uh, the the rockers should. Pr- I mean, you know, I, I, I like mascots. I think the I think they they serve an important purpose. But you know, hey, I mean, uh, he's a little creepy looking. But you know, we'll get through it. Uh, the rockers are playing good baseball right now. And it, you know, if it's the only thing that's wrong is the horse. That's the that's not bad. Although the other thing that that I've noticed is that you can't um, you can't buy yourself. Uh, any any gear yet online for uh, the rockers? That's something they're gonna we're gonna have to get figured out because I do. Oh wanna... yeah, no, you're right. When you click on the store tab here, go to merchandise. Can you? No, you can't. It's coming okay. soon. Coming soon. So let's get that up uh, quick, rockers, because I would very much like to purchase myself a High Point Rockers hat. Uh, so that would definitely be something I would be interested in uh, if we could get that up as soon or as Or if you want to throw us free tickets or something. Right, we will go. We'll show up and we'll give you free press. It'll be a good time. We'll, we'll hang out with the horse, whatever its name is. <laughs> yeah, supposedly that was unveiled last night. Oh, was that? I, I may be on social media, I don't know. Oh, the name? Yeah, yeah. Right. I'll keep uh, digging. Yeah. We'll update you on that if we find it. We'll probably be tweeted out when I tweet out the length of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> we'll name it whatever the horse's name is. That'll be the name of the episode this week. But yeah, no. Uh, just kind of finishing up here because we've been finishing up on the topic for now for uh, about 15 minutes. And what are we thinking if right now we had to say who's our best performer in the Can-Am or not Can-Am League? Like, they don't start for another two weeks. Who's the best performers in the Atlantic League at this point? Oh, uh, I don't know. Uh, that's a tough question. You go, go first. Go first. All right. If I had to say, I'd go Craig Stem from South Maryland pitching wise. He's pitched lights out. You can't ask for much better performance than he's giving you so far. With a bat, it's also very difficult because there's been a lot of good guys, but I probably lean with it's once again it's a very tough call here. I'd probably go Craig Massey though. I think Craig Massey from Somerset has been really a solid bat and been very reliable on the field at this yeah, point. Yeah, Massey's Massey's been playing really well. Uh so we'll go I'll I'll go with Matt I'll 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 echo Massey as well, um, as for pitchers right now, I don't know. I'm kind of kind of on the fence. Uh, I don't know. We'll, 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 Melville's been good too. He's been Long good. Island. Yeah, Melville's been good as well. Uh, so we'll, I'll keep a, I'll keep a, keep that for next week. I'll okay. give you my pitcher next week. All right. So then with that, I think we've just about wrapped up everything we can talk about here with uh, you know South or not South Maryland well, with them too, but with the whole Atlantic League yeah, so the whole far. Atlantic League. So let's hit the news here. We'll start with St. Paul's brand new museum. So the Saints of St. Paul are opening up a baseball museum to the Twin Cities. It will be in their home stadium, CHS Field, and it opens on May 16th. It will cover the whole history of the Saints franchise dating back to the 1880s when the original Saints were around and a minor league feeder to the Brooklyn Dodgers. So it will cover everything involved with baseball in the Twin Cities. It's free for paying fans on game day, and it's also open from 9 to 6, Monday through Friday, and 10 to 2, Saturday to Sunday, on non-game days. Yeah, this is really cool. I think uh, anytime you have something like this where you get to see the history of the game, which is obviously a great history stretching all the way back into the 1800s, really important to kind of keep the history of the game alive in this way. I think the museum is really a good idea and something that's going to be great for the St. Paul community, uh, obviously one that has such a good connection with uh, baseball. Yep, exactly. I love this. It's always a great opportunity to have museums and whatnot, great learning experiences and the whole nine there. I mean, it's it's just solid. It's a great idea. And if I'm ever in Minneapolis, St. Paul, going to check it out. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think that it, it's one of those things where uh, it, it adds an extra layer to the game. It adds a nostalgia uh, to the game, to going to one of the, the, the St. Paul games. Uh, that is going to be really different um, and really something that's going to be good for the fans and good for the organization as well. Yep, exactly. Uh, with that being said, let's shift now to the Can-Am League. 
Can-Am League announced on Thursday that they will be playing the Empire League All-Stars. And by they, I mean Sussex. Because Sussex will not be playing Cuba. Ooh. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Allow me to explain. So, the Cuban national team will still play other teams in the Can-Am League. So, like Rockland, New Jersey, the Canadian teams, they'll still play Cuba. Right. For whatever reason, Cuba's not going to be playing Sussex. So they need to fill the four-game gap there now. Because obviously you can't have everybody else play 100 games and then Sussex only play four. Right. It will, it will be a problem. So they kind of deal with the Empire League, which is essentially the rookie ball of, a, of independent league ball. It's not very high-skilled to starting ground. The league's only five years old. Uh, it operates in a bunch of weird locations. So you got like upstate New York, New Hampshire, Maine, pretty standard. And then they have a team in Puerto Rico. What? Yeah. What? Oh, hold on. Puerto Rico, like... Uh, yeah, it's like, like the, the island. island. Yeah, yeah. Yes. That's, uh, that's a like bit... the U.S. territory, Puerto Rico. Right, right, right. That's a little bit tough. Uh, a little bit of a... Uh, yeah, <laughs> no, it makes uh... no sense why you just put a team in Puerto Rico, but there is a team in Puerto Rico. Imagine that road trip. Oh, <laughs> imagine imagine going to Puerto Rico, getting swept, and then having to fly all the way back home. Oh, oh and you know it's not just like you're going there for four games. No. You're going there, you're playing oh, like 12 yeah. games, yeah. 16 games in a row. Imagine a rough time when you lose. Four and eight. Oh, God. Um, that must suck. That's a bad plane ride home. And it's probably not a quick plane ride either. It's probably a little oh, bit yeah. of a poke. Oh, God. Oh, man. Imagine, too, it's just like, okay, if you guys don't go at least 500 on the road trip, you're going back on a boat. Oh, no. <laughs> That's it. You're, and you're I'm sailing talking, back. <laughs> you're sailing back on, like, some random fishing boat. Yeah. You're not sailing back on a cruise ship. You don't earn that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, you don't get you don't get a charter boat. We got we're getting uh, we're getting one of the fishing trawlers to uh, yeah. to haul you back. There you get like a biplane to fly you back. Oh god, oh yeah, that's that's rough. This is uh, you know that's just an odd league. And so but, and the miners going to be playing. The, I mean, the reigning champion miners are going to be playing the team from Puerto Rico. Is that what? We're no, gonna they're going to be playing the all stars of all oh, the okay, leagues. So so. The best players. Yeah, the very the best will be playing there. They won't just be playing the Puerto Rican Islanders, <laughs> which is the team name. The, the Islanders. Oh, very cool. Very cool. I mean, it makes sense. That's very cool, man. Yep. So they'll play the uh, Empire League All-Stars. They play four games against them. Uh, they play them in a doubleheader on June 11th, and then back-to-back days on July 2nd and 3rd. We're, we're going to have to go to those games, because I'm very interested to see what the quality of play in the Empire League is like. I mean, I'm, I haven't seen anything about it. I mean, like they had to be better than Selena last year. I mean, yeah. I mean, you could probably put uh, most high school teams up and maybe better than Selena. Well, Selena's just playing on high school fields, because that's the Pecos League for you. They yeah. play on high school fields. Yeah. So, I mean, like, that's it's what it is. But, you know, it's a very interesting announcement there. I, saw, I was just like, oh, well, that's odd. Yeah. Like, I've heard of them before, but... Uh, it's, yeah, I've heard of the Empire League before, but I've never done any research into it. I did a little bit of research into it, but then I was like, oh, okay, they play on, like, parks and high schools. Oh, so I'm like, oh, I guess they're not that important. Yeah, well... But, but, hey, they cut a deal. It gives them legitimacy. Yeah, certainly. it does, yeah. So... Yep, moving on now to kind of more of the more fun stories that tossed in here. The Rockland Bulgers have a dog. Oh, yeah. They got a three-year-old Border Collie named Pepper Jack. It will be a bat dog, and it's also a certified therapy dog. It'll be at 20-plus home games. This is the best addition that Rockland has ever made. I'm all here for Pepper Jack. I'm all here for the dogs. I think every team should be required to have a bat dog. But you know what? It's one step at a time, all right? Well, see, bat dogs are just fun. They are. They're, They're fun. They're Everyone fun. likes it. Everyone likes the bat dog. If you don't like the bat dog, you're not human, okay? I'm just saying. Exactly. So it's just a very fun thing to have. Oh, it's I great. Love, I love the addition. It's going to be fun. I assume, obviously, the dog's going to be doing, you know, its job in taking care of bats and whatnot. I'm sure it's going to be, you know, picking the bat up and running back with it. That's yeah. really cool. I just really hope, though, that uh, they do have it walking around the concourse a little bit. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to steal a pet from Pepper Jack if I can. Yeah. Exactly. That's the thing is, I do see it's a ther- certified therapy dog. So if it does have the vest on, people, do not pet the therapy dog. Right, don't pet the therapy dog. It's got the vest on and it's working. Exactly. That's what it means. Because I see way too often online, you get somebody that goes, well, I want to pet it. It's a therapy dog. You don't pet it. Well, you know, it is a dog. It's hard it's to... Still a, it's, I understand, it's hard, it's it's still, hard not to pet a fluffy, cute animal like that. It's still, though, it's just... You don't just walk up and start petting a therapy dog. Well, I mean, obviously, that's, that's very problematic, yeah. Yeah, no, you just don't do that. So I just want to throw that PSA out there. Right, don't of course. Don't bug the therapy dog while it's working. It's doing something important. 
However, if his jacket's off... Oh, go for it. Pepper Jack, you're getting pet. I'm just letting you know that. Yeah, exactly. All right, then we'll finish today's show with the way it started, which is the Atlantic League. <laughs> they said hey, record... Welcome back. Exactly. You thought you could escape, but you're just wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so they set a record this past week for game time. They had the quickest game played, and it was one hour and 57 minutes, which is just crazy. Oof, that is, wow. Yep, it was Pat's Rockers 430 game, where it was just a pitcher's duel, 2-1 finish. Uh, Somerset managed to beat High Point there, but overall, though, it was, a, it was just a quick game. It was a quick game, and I, I think this is what, um, you know, baseball needs, though, is these quicker-type games where, I mean, if, if you're only spending an hour and 57 minutes at a ballpark, that's less than most movies. I mean, you're in really good shape. Oh, yeah, no, it's basically a feature-length film. Yeah. That's the way it is, which, good on them for, like, the quick pace of it. Yeah. But still, you're not going to see games this fast no. all the time. It was just really good pitching, very poor offense. I mean, there was eight hits by yeah. side, so not good pitching, or not good batting at all. And then I think it's a little bit of a piece of play rules, but I hope they don't go overboard with it with this. Yeah, I mean, you don't want them to go overboard with it. I think it's a good thing if you get it naturally, right? If you get, this seems like a very natural thing where, mm. you know, the team wasn't playing, teams weren't playing well offensively. It's really good pitchers on the mound that day. If that happens naturally, then that's a good way, uh, for the pace of play to be instituted. Obviously, you, you still want baseball to be baseball, right? You don't want it to be so fast and so time clocked that it's not, it's exactly. not, it can't be breakneck. Yeah. It never can be breakneck. That's just not baseball. So. Yeah, it's just, you know, I just really hope they don't go, oh, well, see, the changes are working. What if we go a little bit more extreme? Yeah, I hope they don't do that. I don't think they will. I think it's just yeah. uh, one of those things. I mean, the Atlantic League might. <laughs> but yeah, that's I, the I thing certainly I'm don't saying. think that, that Major League Baseball. All right, so I think that just about handles everything today. We spent a lot of time talking about baseball, which is nice. It's nice to just finally be talking about baseball. Oh, it's nice to be talking about on-field play, no doubt. Exactly, and with next week, there's... Next week's show is going to be a busy show. Oh, yeah. Like, we're going to have... A Frontier League to preview, which starts on the 9th. So, let's see, the day that we record, I think that is, or the day before we record, yeah. is when they're going to start. Then we got Can-Am League starting a week after, and then we got uh, American Association starting at the same time. Yep. So, I mean, there's a whole bunch of uh, stuff happening. So, we're going to have a big show to preview all that. Agreed. We'll continue to talk about the Atlantic League, and we'll kind of figure out where we're going to go from there then. So Yeah. Unless you got anything else to add, I think we can plug and leave. No, I think we're good. Let's get on out of here. All right. So, if you want to follow us on Twitter, it's at IndieBallPod. You can go and find a bunch of articles and stuff that we tweet out there. A lot of information's there. So, I definitely recommend following that. Uh, on Instagram, IndieBallReport. That's also good. You get a bunch of cool photos and whatnot there. Uh, you can go to the website where you read all our articles. You can see all our podcasts and any videos and anything else we create, which is www.indieballreport.com. And then you can find us on multiple podcatchers, iTunes, TuneIn, Spotify, Stitcher. And there's the fifth one that I always forget. Automatic. Automatic. There it is. You can find us on any one of those. Please continue to rate and subscribe to those feeds. Review too. It really helps us out. It helps us grow more interaction we have on those sources we go higher up in the rankings which helps us get more views which helps us do more fun things so with that being said i think we're just about done we plugged everything else be sure to check out the power rankings they just went up today so take a look at them and without any further ado because i'm running out of things to say don't forget to play ball